Hi there, welcome to our podcasts from the Grow 2019 BOMA New Zealand Agri-Summit. Fantastic conference that's been going on uh, in Christchurch uh, with amazing speakers talking a lot about uh, the future of food, uh, of agri-tech, fantastic Uh, ideas and technologies that are coming along to help farmers, to help food processors in linking uh, farmers and consumers and right along the value chain. In this podcast I'm talking with Wayne Langford. He's a dairy farmer from Golden Bay, uh, Nelson region and um, he also set up the fantastic YOLO Farmer NZ which is a page on Facebook. Um, It's also gone global so um, have a listen. You'll hear what started it. It's an amazing story um, and he's got amazing things still going on. A real gem of a man I'm sure you're going to love this. So I'm just going to ask you, Wayne, first of all, uh, to explain a little bit about how YOLO Farmer came about. Yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, story. So so YOLO Farmer all uh, happened after I was was having a few um, mental health uh, issues. Um, They've been going on for quite some time. and, And I decided that if I didn't do something about it, um, that... I would have to um, uh, that things were going to go downhill. So, so we um, decided that we were going to do something every day to say that we'd lived for that day, and uh, uh, for 365 days. Wow! And, and so we, so we did that. <laughs> Hence yeah. the name Yolo. Yolo. So Yolos, you only live once. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of a slang kind of term from from a few years ago, but just um, actually the first day when we were driving home from the beach, the kids said it, and it's just. Stuck ever since then, yeah, right. yeah. Right. So, uh, so that's kind of how it all started, and then it's amazing how if you start something just with a little step, um, you know, great things can happen, and, and that's just what's happened. So you wanted to do something every day, and then you were going to record it on Facebook. Yeah. Is that where so, you put it? so uh, that that just that just happened. Actually, we just we just did record it to say, and it just happened YOLO day one and then YOLO day two and then day three and it just carried on um, and it became it was really good for me because it held me accountable to my own journey and, and what I was trying to achieve there mm. um, and uh, but then it, uh, interestingly enough it kind of uh, it became uh, you know created a following and, and others kind of looked forward to it and, and enjoyed it as well so, so that yeah. was, that was I, great. I think it reached people possibly who were feeling similar you know, mental health issues, that kind of thing. Did it? Did it? Um, did it actually help with that? You know, did that help spark some kind of momentum forward? Because you know, depression does like drag you down till you're kind of stuck yeah. in it. Yeah. So um, definitely, and, and you you wouldn't believe um, for all those that are home, kind of worried about it. You know that, that how many people have uh, been through it or struggled or, or, or gone through tough times. It's um, so don't think that you're the only one, um, and and you're right. Um, it didn't take long for for people to to start sharing their stories with me, and and uh, and and just realizing that maybe they had to do a little something to you know stop themselves getting in a in a place like that. So so yeah. So when we got today, uh, three hundred there, we'd certainly had a few messages, but I, I I guess by the in the last sixty days we got around twenty or so messages 
um, just in those last 60 days, and that was when we thought, hey, this is coming to an end, but can we really stop it? Um, not only for our own lives, but because because of the support it was giving to others. Yeah, mm. yeah. What sort of things were they that you did? Were they, um, I've yep. got to go jump out of a plane? Yeah, I've yeah, got to that's go, right. You know, so so, origi- so originally the idea was to, you know, to scale mountains and um, travel the world and, and uh, swim the sharks and all that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. But uh, but it didn't turn out to be that that at all. Um, uh, I th- yeah, I thought it was going to be a, quite a, a selfish um, journey, but I soon found that what actually gives me thrill in life is is giving to others and um, uh, and you know um, and connection with people. Even though I'm quite an introverted person, I get a lot out of um, interacting with people. That's how I how I learn and how I grow. So um, so that was big for me. So. It was anything to going to events to to um, you know going to the speedway with the kids to rugby games to uh, just going to the beach going for family walks to giving an old mate a phone call that I haven't talked to in years to visiting friends. Um, we did travel for the first time in years. Um, we did, we took two and a half weeks and went to the states, which was which was really cool. Um, but you know that's that's not necessarily necessary in anyone's yolo. That was just life, and yeah. and we we did and we loved every step of that. Yeah. What kind of messages did you get from other people? Uh, yeah, so it was, we we probably um, I, I kind of hid the fact that I was um, that what it was all about uh, for about the first hundred days, um, and then I, I remember the day quite vividly because I, I had a bunch of Otago medical students who I who I was uh, had to speak to as as the local federated farmers president, and um, and I remember. Uh, effectively breaking down in front of them that day, and it was from then on that, that uh, I don't know, I just didn't, didn't hide it. They were, they were effectively the first ones out of, outside of my own, uh, close family that I told, so um, so we kind of, yeah. They uh, would have been receptive to that, though, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I actually still feel, feel pretty sorry for them that I wouldn't know what they walked into, but... Um, and I've done the speech again, I did the same speech a year later, and... Uh, Completely different speech. There's so much um, more to give now on that subject, and uh, yeah, it was much more constructive. <laughs> you yeah. could say, yeah. It's yeah. all amazing journey, though, isn't it? What, but the wonderful thing is that it has been an upward journey. I mean, it's not always a straight line, and um, for a lot of people, you know, there's a lot of ups and a lot of downs. Yep. So you gotta you gotta ride the highs, and you will have lows, and and just. Uh, learn how to deal with those lows in your own kind of way um, you know you, you, you've got to push yourself on some days to really make an effort to, to get out and, and live life otherwise those I think those lows build up on you um, uh, you know and I, I don't try and hide that in my post sometimes I, I do have a bad day and I, and I try to, to let people know that, that you know I'm human too um, I, this year we went to the AMP show I could have easily you know that's my favourite day of the year. I think in Golden Bay, you know, and I could have easily made some um, some kind of fake post about how great it was, but I didn't. I said, "Hey, I went there. Um, I made the effort to get there. I sat on a hay bale and I watched the sharing all day, and I just got through it, type thing." But I'm so glad I went. I, you know, I worked through the process of doing it, but uh, but it wasn't a, a good day for me as such, yeah, mm. mentally. Mm. Yeah. And do the does the response that you get from sharing that, you know, it's so brave to do that, and I absolutely commend you for it. Does the response that you get from that uh, show you that 
how it affects other people you know them do they feel then empowered i guess to share back a little bit uh yes yeah, sometimes uh, obviously the the females in the community are pretty good at sharing that and saying oh um you know wanted to give you a hug and that sort of thing mm-hmm. um the males are normally a bit more tight-lipped and uh and don't say too much but hey that's part of my message oh, i don't mind if you passively watch what i do and, and and don't ever join in or like or share or anything like that but just um but yeah you know it's all it's all part of it um yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> got to... so Tim, you also at the end of that um 365 days you did c- carry on so what what's been the carry on kind of what's the next what, what's yeah so we uh so effectively my wife wanted her facebook page back because we've got a joint facebook page so <laughs> so so we created a new page called the yolo farmer uh, nz and uh and uh and it just uh, we, yeah we kind of uh, it was going through spring and whatnot a busy time so we we kind of just carried on what we were doing but then after that we kind of uh just kind of opened it up a little more and I talked about it a little more and yeah certainly the following started to grow and and whatnot now so um yeah you know i, I think twenty thousand followers on the yolo um on the local uh on on the yolo nz page and then and then just recently with with all the messages coming in from everyone and the support and whatnot i thought hey i'll, I'll try something new and start a new a page where others can share their photos and their their journey and stuff as well and uh and that's the global page, yeah, and that's been a huge success as well in the first couple of months. So, mm. Great, great. Mm. So people can get onto Facebook and have a look for that. So it's YOLO Farmer NZ, NZ and, yeah. and, and what's the other one? YOLO Farmer Global. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Wow, that is fantastic. Tell me, you've also, within this, you've also been um, involved in some other things. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about that the project? Yeah, so um, as as um, as part of the part of the challenges, I guess the daily challenge was to to do a whole lot of different things and whatnot. So we headed to a sustainable hui in in Golden Bay, which is um, uh, quite an alternative event. And uh, but from there, we we realised that just the general lack of understanding of current farming practices and what's going on, and also that. A strong interest in seeing change and, and how they can make change um, so so I put an ad in the local paper and I said hey uh, who wants to come and help me run my farm more sustainably um, we've got a really educated community in Golden Bay the most doctorates per capita so um, I thought I might get some form of intelligence and uh, and I have it's been great uh, we now have um, eight to ten people that come out on the farm every six to eight weeks and they and we talk about what's going on the farm, so they learn about what's going on farm, and they bring ideas and, and different things that we may do on farm to um, to improve what we're doing environmentally. Um, but not not only that, just within our business as well. So, wow, that's um, yeah. that's there are a lot of people that would be way too scared to do that because yeah. you are opening yourself up to every Tom, Dick, and Harry possibly with a pseudo point of view yeah so i've got a um a, a bit of a i guess a different approach because i'd because i'd have my struggle with mental illness and it is one of the most raw heartfelt journeys you can you know breaking journeys you can go on um if someone wants to slag me off on facebook or or, or, or talk bad about me you know who cares you know I've, I've i've had worse than that so go ahead do it but you're not achieving anything. You're just breaking a person, and that's not nice as such, you know. Right. So, so I took that approach. Um, I have not had a negative approach from it. Um, 
that they understand and we make it very clear that, that this is a project that is trying to improve farm sustainability and, and if, if people want to see the negative um, in a farming operation and, and abuse that then they could but so far we haven't seen any of that and it's only been positive so well, mm. that's fantastic. I talked to Penny Clark all earlier on about that whole social license to operate and actually she brought you up as an example. So having that connectedness and the values, you know, sharing those values and those kinds of things, you're really a living example of it. Well, we just need our communities to help us run our farms again. You know, like uh, if you think about the, the person living in town, they've barely got enough room to plant a lemon tree in their backyard, let alone a plum tree. Well, I've got oodles of space on my farm you know I'm fencing off wetlands at the moment I'll move the fence out an extra meter and we can plant 30 plum trees around the wetland and I could feed feed my primary school on that for two months type thing like mm. it's, it's it's the simple stuff that we're not thinking about as a community anymore we've shut our farm gates and we're saying this is ours and that's yours you know and we need to change that because when those kids come on farm to pick those plums they'll also see our cows they'll see our calves they'll see what we're doing and it's it's a whole whole community approach and you know, um, if we really want people to see what we're doing, that's that's how we're going to do it. Fantastic. So tell me a little bit about your farm. Um, you milk 250 cows, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. And you're once a day? We're once a day, although we are, we are thinking about changing next year, so we, yeah. might, we might go back just for the spring. But yeah, no, we have been once a day up until now. Yep, just um, spring calving. Spring calving, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, and yeah, and we rear out a rear out a bit of beef and, and heifers and whatnot as well. So mm, right, mm, great. So it keeps us keeps us busy. But ju- no, nah, just with just just with my wife and I on the farm, and we get a relief milker in when uh, when now uh, I, I do it quite a bit with Federated Farmers in Wellington. So um, yeah, so we we went on my way there. We Fabulous. Come in. Fabulous. Mm. So um, not sure if you can talk too much about it, but I think there's some other projects in the offing. Can you give us a little bit of a hint? Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, yeah, no, so, um, you know, through this whole process, we've been, um, you kind of, I guess you get to a so what stage at some stage of it. And, uh, and uh, again, the, the farming project's been really good, but, but part of my journey is about um, uh, giving. I get, I get a lot out of giving. And, uh, and I thought, well, how can I make the most out of that? Um, one of those things happened, we, we had, uh, we, we got two beasts done, home, home kill on the farm, and I ended up with a freezer full of mints and sausages. I went to the local um, uh, food bank, and I, and I took them a couple of bags, and they, I said, how long will this last? And they said, this will last us about six weeks or a month. And I thought, on one farm, and I've just fed, fed my community for six weeks with, with you know, ten percent of what I what I processed as such. So, uh, so from there, the idea kind of evolved and grew, as you can imagine. And and I thought, well, uh, why not be great if we could actually feed the hungry in New Zealand with, <laughs> you know, we we can feed our hungry in New Zealand. We export ninety five percent of our product. We can use point oh one of a percent of that just to feed our hungry. We're just going to make it happen. So, yeah. <clears throat> we've got a project coming there. Um, it's a work in progress, but right. Uh, well, we're uh, going to keep our eyes really peeled on that one because yeah. um, that sounds fantastic. Mm. Wayne, thank you so much for talking to me, and thank you really from everybody else too. I'm sure on their behalf uh, for putting yourself out there and um, taking us along on your journey and really doing some of the tough stuff and giving us a great example. Just, just oh, thanks, Anne. <laughs>